Now, earlier this year, Dr Nigel Hellier was in the city as the artist-in-residence at the Broken Hill Art Exchange. Nigel, or as he is known, Dr Sonique, will be back in the city in September to unveil his latest exhibition. Uh, Dr Sonique, welcome back. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, look, let, let's start first up. How many pieces make up the exhibition? Oh, it's a bit of a kind of a, a rambling affair, really. There's basically three interconnected works um, that's going to sit in the upstairs of the gallery, two main galleries in the foyer, and then it extends out into kind of more of a public space, both virtually via a website but also through um, print media, which is like, uh, you know, maps, um, even beer coasters, which will appear in pubs. So um, with QR codes that link into kind of online content. So, yeah, essentially um, a sort of multi-platform work with essentially three major parts. Right, yeah. Okay, so it's not all going to be at the art gallery, so we're going to see it popping up in pubs on the coasters. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing. Okay. Stickers and postcards and uh, and maps of the city. Mm. Uh, so, how interactive is it? Would you say? Um, it's interactive in that you can um, kind of dial into the website. The content there are like twenty five short movies on the website that the um, the beer coasters, stickers, and um, also QR codes in the gallery let you have access to. So, I mean, that's about the extent of the interactivity. Um, um, The rest of it is kind of visual, but basically visual art and um, soundscape type of work. How long will it be open for? Oh, God, you've got me there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think it runs until November sometime. Quite a long, long show. No excuse for missing it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly right. Uh, for those that may not remember when we spoke earlier, can you tell us about you and your work? Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm um, a fairly mature person. I'm 70, so I've been working for a very long time, since the um, late 70s. And most of that is sculpture mixed with sound, um, large installations, radio stuff and things like that, um, podcasts, but I suppose my practice has gone more towards collaborating with um, scientists, especially in terms of environmental and ecological projects. Um, I do a lot of um, collaborations where I turn biological data into sort of soundscapes or music even, Um, but I still do quite a lot of large public sculptures, again, most of them with some kind of sound component. Yes, and it really does need to be seen to be believed. But yes, I've seen that in in action. Uh, is there an ecological message in this latest work, or is it a different kind of message? Um, it's a sort of slightly a mixed message, really. That the work is um, it's not really a, a kind of documentary um, or didactic work. It's it's partly fictionalized, but the the twenty five movies I mentioned are all taken from satellite images of kind of geoforming or terraforming. So mine sites, farm farming, um, things like that. And they've been, um, the colors have been really intensified. They look almost like 
abstract expressionist paintings. I mean, I, I just really wanted to go for the kind of abstraction. They're very, very beautiful. I mean, tailing dams um, from, from satellites are extremely interesting structures. But also I'm, I'm sort of thinking about the human cost of, of, of mining, the environmental cost of mining, and also the, the kind of strange economics where a lot of mining is actually engaged in by um, foreign foreign um, parties, I would say foreign agents. But um, so there, I think there's some behind the face of, of um, the extraction industries, and I would include farming and fishing in there, which are the kind of mainstay of the Australian economy. I think there were some rather hidden hidden economic elements, not all of them not all of them beneficial to the Australian population. Right, extraction. I've never thought about it that way. So uh, I guess, what what are we saying? What will people take away when they see this exhibition about extraction or about anything, really? Well, it might give people pause for thought. Um, It was interesting. I had a ride in the taxi the other day with a a Kenyan guy who'd been living in Dubai, and he, he really said, Australia is a third world country. He said, you know, we don't manufacture anything. We just sell stuff that we tear out of the ground or we tear out of the ocean. And to a large extent, uh, it's a sort of, might be a, you know, hopefully people might think about that, that we really need to restructure um, our relationship to the environment, but also our relationship to economy and become a smarter a smarter place. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and what's the exhibition called? Do you have a name for it yet? Um, it's called um, Our Past is Our Future, The Future is Our Past. And that was because on my one of my recent trips, well, the first trip for this project, I, I was interviewing a few people and, and someone just said to me, in, kind of in passing, a kind of flip comment, you know, our, our future is our past, and it's that kind of whole. I suppose there's a strong element of, um, you, know, you could say, sort of historical nostalgia um, that that surrounds Broken Hill and the the area around Broken Hill. And in some ways, that's that's a, a very valuable thing because Broken Hill does have this incredible history of of union development, of of changing labour laws. Uh, and of technological advances, certainly in, in mining. Um, but, you know, it's also with the sort of decline of, of mines and the kind of, uh, the, the kind of population thinning out, there is kind of a tendency for, uh, certainly around tourism, to concentrate on the past and not to think about the future. So um, I quite like that idea of, of the past being... Um, the future of the city, I suppose um, the person meant economically, the future is actually the past, but the past is also the future. And it's in a way, I kind of like to challenge that. It's a sort of a conundrum, I suppose, but I'd like to challenge that with the kind of thoughts that the future actually needs, needs to be rethought, certainly in relationship to the past, but um, it can't rely on the past. I'd like to agree with you wholeheartedly there, but I'm scared that I'm going to make some enemies. So we'll move on. Yes, I hope I'm not run out of town. (laughs) Um, Look, take us through some other things you've been working on in this time, if if in fact there has been anything. Um, 
Yeah, well, of course, COVID's been um, a, a demon, really. It's the thing started and stopped. Um, the, the other um, things I've been working on, I've been writing a lot. I've, I've, been, I've just released a book with my co-author, John Potts, uh, called When, When Science Meets Art, which is a, uh, an academic book, I guess, that, that looks on the, the kind of relation of art and science collaborations. Um, but I'm working with the Water Research Lab of Uni- University of New South Wales, which is just north of um, their labs, north of Sydney, on, um, I suppose, musicalising all these um, waterways on the east coast that are occasionally are open to the sea, then occasionally close those big lagoons. Um, that's for a big conference at the end of the year in Sydney, the what's called the International Conference on Coastal Engineering, and there'll be um, a kind of video sound piece and maybe even a live performance for that. And I'm just, um, we're just starting. I'm the artist in a team of eight researchers who are going to be spending two years um, mapping and monitoring species in a place called the Tasman Fracture um, marine Park, which is 43,000 square kilometres of coast and ocean right at the bottom of Tasmania. So I've, I've been brought on to, in a sense, translate the tr- scientific research and um, there's a lot of sound being collected, a lot of data being collected. I'll translate that into things like exhibitions, websites and, and stuff like that. That's kind of, I suppose, what I've been moving towards quite a lot. So that will occupy me um, for, for quite a time. And uh, what will occupy us is this Past is Our Future, The Future is Our Past uh, exhibition happening from, when does it open? Um, on the 30th, Friday the 30th, 30th of September. September. Brilliant. Uh, uh, Nigel Hellier, thank you so much for your time this morning and we look forward to it. Lovely to speak to you again. Dr Nigel Hellier there, uh, also known as Dr Sinek, on his new exhibition that culminates his artist in residency year spent in Broken Hill.